Welcome to the New Grad Physio podcast, hosted by Andy Barker, consultant sports physiotherapist, private practice owner, and the founder of the New Grad Physio. Having experienced his own rapid rise from student to dream job as the head of physiotherapy and rehab at the Leeds Rhinos, just 15 months after graduating, Andy knows exactly what it takes to accelerate your skills and fly up the promotion ladder faster than you ever thought possible. Having previously been with the Leeds Rhinos for 10 seasons, Andy now consults with a number of individual elite athletes within professional rugby, international football and professional dance, alongside running his own successful private practice. Andy built the new grad physio to help new grad physios, sports therapists and sport rehabilitators just like you accelerate their own learning and learn the skill sets you need to become a competent, confident and competitive new grad physio. As a new grad, there are specific challenges you will face during those first few years and this podcast will deliver you actionable advice you can use to overcome these challenges and start your own successful new grad journey. Enjoy the show! Hey, it's Andy Bark here and welcome to episode 66 of the New Grad Physio podcast. So in this episode, I want to talk all about rehab planning and what I'm going to talk through is a really concept which you're probably thinking when I talk about it, what the hell, Andy, are you talking about? But how you could actually know what you're going to do with your patients even before you speak to them, even before you start doing your subjective and even before you go through your objective assessment with your patient. And to put this really simply, if you if you know what your patient's end goal is, if you know what your patient's problems are, the treatment plan, your rehab plan, what you design, is ultimately just the middle bit. It's how you're going to get your patient from their injury, which is how they present to you at that very first appointment, that initial assessment, and to the next point, which is them being out of pain, back to full function, and back doing whatever it is they want to do. So that might be a professional athlete getting back into professional sport. It might be someone, you know, walking in the peak district on a, on a weekend. It might be doing something completely sort of different. But whatever the end goal, your job as a therapist, my job as a therapist, is to take them from point A to point B. So the treatment plan is the middle bit, and it's those steps that we go through to get our patient from A to B. But this middle bit is something that I call, I guess, the messy middle. And it's where most therapists get stuck, knowing when to progress, sometimes when to regress if, if patient symptoms you know, flare up a little bit, which can be normal. How exactly does that go about? And this is where patients often get a little bit overwhelmed. They struggle to know what to do next and almost get a bit flustered. And what... I want to talk through in this podcast episode is the fact that it doesn't actually need to be like that and actually the process you go through to get your patient from A to B can actually be really really simple. The reason this can be really really simple is because the steps that you actually use for any treatment plan can be the same for every single patient that you see. So you might be thinking now, Andy, what the hell are you talking about? That doesn't make any sense. How can I treat someone with a neck injury the same as a simple ankle sprain or a hamstring tear or chronic low back pain? So let me like explain to sort of start with. So whilst 
every patient you will see is different. They'll have a different injury, they'll have different aggravate and easing factors, it might affect their sleep, it might not affect another patient's sleep, they'll have different injuries that have gone in the past, so different past medical histories, they might have comorbidities, they might have different end goals they want to get to, you know, whether it's a professional athlete or an elderly patient that you might see as part of your, you know, part of your clinic. But what I want to show you is that they actually all require the same rehab steps to get them out of pain and back to full function. The only real difference is end stage. So clearly with Doris, who's 76, who's in my private clinic, I'm not going to do the same level of end stage rehab as I am a professional footballer or rugby player that I'm working with. Clearly that's different, but every step up to that point, and uh, I guess the, the basis of what I'm going to do in rehab is going to be exactly the same. And having this clear and structured rehab plan in your own head means that you'll be confident about which problems to treat. You'll be really confident about which problems you're going to attack first, then how you're going to progress your patient, regardless of what their injury is, through their rehab from start to finish. And this is all before you even started your assessment, even before your patient walks through your clinic door. So let me explain a little bit further about how this works in the, the real world. So the big thing to consider here, I'm not talking about exercises. I'm not talking about sets and reps and things like that. I'm talking about steps. So in a real basic way, I'm talking about how we're going to get our patient from A, injured, to B, fully fit, out of pain, back doing whatever their outcome goal is. So it doesn't really matter what their injury is in this particular case. Regardless of what injury my patient has, the first step that I am going to attack, the first step that I want to achieve with any patient I see is to restore any lost range of movement. So with um, a patient with extension-related back pain, this might be lumbar flexion. With a, a patient that I'm seeing with you know, neck pain or shoulder pain, you know, they could have a, a problem with cervical extension or the shoulder pain patient might have a problem with you know, external rotation. Or I might have a patient that has ankle pain and they may be limited with their knee to wall or ankle dorsiflexion. So this is what I want to attack first. I want to restore range of movement to what is considered normal for that patient. Once I've achieved that, then I'll move on to step two, then three, then four, then five, and then finally step six. So even before my patient walks in the door, even before I start asking my subjective questions as part of my you know, assessment, I already know the first thing that I'm going to be treating. I'm going to be treating range of movement. I also know the goal. So what I'm going to be you know, trying to do with my hands-on treatment techniques and also my rehab, which again is restoring range of movement. So again, before my patient has even walked in the clinic, I'm pretty sure what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be trying to restore lost range of movement. If I get a patient who comes in who doesn't have a range of movement problem, then I'll move on to step two or step three, or wherever they're going to start on that sort of treatment journey. So the big positive of having this in place, so knowing what you're going to do before a patient even walks in, is it completely takes out the guesswork about what you're going to do in that first session, what you're trying to fix, and it stops therapists, which is a massive, massive problem for new grads, it stops you trying to fix all the patient's problems at the same time. So I'm sure you've had those patients... You've gone through your subjective, you've gone through your objective, and you know regardless of whether you've been able to identify a diagnosis or not, you've got five or six different problems. 
lack of range of movement, reduced strength, they move poorly in a different way, maybe they're compensating, maybe there's an old injury that you think is contributing towards their current injury. So you've got four, five, six different problems, and then one of the big, big problems with this is you don't really know where to start, you know, which do you pick first, which is the, the priority, you know, which are you going to you know, start with and give some hands-on treatment techniques and try and actually affect first you know, first thing in your clinic, then you know, which is going to be the next one, the next one, the next one. And then this I guess, problem and this information you've got, all this information you've got from your assessment, it's not really sure where to go next. Whereas if you already have almost a, a system, a step-by-step guide to telling you, right, this is what you're going to do first, you're going to restore range of movement, then you're going to do this, then you're going to do this, then you're going to do this. It completely takes out the guesswork about what you're trying to do. And again, it's going to stop you trying to fix everything at the same time. The big danger of trying to do that is then you probably don't make impact into any of those things in the same level you would if you focused on one thing at a time. If you try and do too much, too quickly, fix all the patient's problems at the same time, this is 100% a fast-track ticket to you feeling more confused, more overwhelmed, and ultimately, you not getting the result that you want with your patient. Hope you are enjoying today's episode so far. Just wanted to take a break and make sure you haven't missed out on Andy's latest free resource, Five Steps to Fast Track Your New Grad Physio Career. It will show you five simple steps you need to accelerate your learning and career as a new grad physio. It is packed full of clinical and non-clinical advice, including the missing career skill university didn't teach you that is stopping you getting better job roles, more opportunities and better pay as a new grad physio. It's Andy's most downloaded resource and you can get it completely free just by visiting newgradphysio.com. So make sure you check it out. Now, let's get back to the podcast. The reason we can, I guess, use this system and, you know, if I'm talking here about patients and how we maybe were told at university they would present, and how they actually present in real life, they're very, very different. So patients don't ever present in the same way that the textbooks, journals, and even our university lecturers told us. And this is 100% true. Patients will always have these other problems. They'll assess differently. They will have, you know, I'm sure you've had those patients have come to see you, you know, who, who have a past medical history about as long as this podcast, you know, I could talk all, I could talk all day, but they're, they're reeling off injury after injury after injury. And I bet sometimes with these patients, when you get this, you know, boatload of information, you maybe start to second guess what's going on. You start to second guess what these other injuries might mean. You've heard, you know, people, maybe even me, talk about the importance of a patient's past medical history and, you know, what, you know, what problems and compensations can happen and, and why, you know, these might need to be addressed as part of your rehab plan. But having a structured, simple rehab plan makes everything more clear, makes everything more concise. So regardless of whether you have something pretty simple, you know, maybe have a, you know, a low level, you know, ankle injury or shoulder injury, or you might have someone on the opposite end of the spectrum, a chronic low back pain patient, you know, a complex, you know, post-operative knee or, or something like that, or a player rugby player or professional athlete you're working with who wants to get to a really high level of function. Having a simple rehab plan before you actually start makes things so easy because you already know what their rehab's going to look like. 
I'm not talking here really in terms of prognosis and length of time, but you can tell a patient in session one exactly what each and every step is going to look like. You know, you might not have to put a time frame on each of those steps, how long it's going to take to go from step one to two to three to four to five to six, but you can tell them, you know, these are the steps, this is the process that we're going to go through to get you from A to B, from injury and back to full health. So it also gives you the confidence to be able to take your, you know, patient, person you're working with through that sort of rehab process. So you know already, again, before you even start, how you're going to manage and what you're going to do in those initial stages of their injury. You know when you're going to progress them or be able to progress them from maybe exercises on the bed to maybe when ready to maybe jump up into standing or even into into a gym setting and be confident when your patient's ready to do things like hopping or when they're ready to go back to high-level activities like running or sport without having to almost cross your fingers hoping that you've not progressed them too quickly and their symptoms are going to come back, you know, the moment you, you let them go back to things like running, which is really, really common for, for a lot of sort of therapists. It's taking out the guesswork of, I guess, you not knowing when to push a patient or maybe when to hold back and maybe advise them against, you know, returning too eagerly and, and onto the steps and the things that they need to really nail before they progress to solve that next step. And if you're able to do this, it's going to stop you feeling confused. It's going to stop you feeling overwhelmed. It's going to stop you worrying about when you do progress your patients along their sort of treatment plan. And at the same time, it's going to make you really, I guess, direct about what exactly you're trying to fix. So rather than trying to fix everything, you can save time, your time and your patient's time and stop yourself focusing on the wrong things. Be really specific about what you're actually trying to achieve uh, and this is key to achieving any great outcomes with any sort of patients. But be able to, to be able to do this, you need to have a rehab plan. If you just jump in between treating range of movement, treating strength, addressing movement, addressing compensations, looking at you know patient past medical history, doing a bit of hopping here, doing this, that, and the other, then if you do get your patient better, it's probably more luck than actual clinical reasoning. So how do you avoid this sort of messy middle? So I guess this all sounds great on a podcast episode. I'm, you know, talking, recording this, um, and I, I 100% agree. And it maybe sounds super easy, and you're probably thinking, yeah, Andy, it's all right for you to say that. You know, you've you've done this for for ten plus years and taught other therapists how to do this, and blah blah blah. And you're really, you know, clear what this rehab plan is and those six steps that you sort of use. But you're maybe thinking, how does it work for patients? How can you use it for any patient with any injury? So, it's true, you know, and I'll be completely straight with you. Listening to this podcast, you know, for 15, 20 minutes, whatever it's going to sort of last, you're not going to go away from here and, and every patient you see for the rest of your therapy career, you're going to be able to absolutely nail and you're going to be able to, I guess, you know, take them through a, a perfect sort of treatment plan. Clearly, I've, you know, I've given you some information to give you some, you know, some some help with treatment planning because I know it's a massive issue that a lot of new grads struggle with. But you already know this, you know, treating real patients is tough. You know, patients are different. You have to nail your diagnosis. You have to know where to start with your treatments and rehab. You know, have to know specifically what is the right rehab to give a patient in that first session and session two and session three and then how are you going to progress them from, you know, through those steps, you know, from the, 
from the early stage rehab to that you know middle stage rehab to that end stage rehab to take them from start to finish and be confident enough in your own ability in your judgment as a therapist to be able to discharge them or to be able to give them the thumbs up to to go back to running or back into sport without having that fear and anxiety that their symptoms are going to come back and they're going to be ringing you texting you emailing you booking back in to see you at clinic asking you what has gone wrong so i know it's hard and that is why i would love 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 to sort of help you out so I've told you the first step that I use as part of my six-step rehab plan, which is restoring range of movement. And I would love to show you steps two, three, four, five, and six of this rehab planner, which I use each and every day, whether I'm working in private practice, whether I'm working in professional sport, I use the exact six steps. So it's the same system, it's the same rehab planner that I've taught dozens and dozens of new grads that are using this with great effect with patients in the NHS, private practice and in professional sport. Students, inexperienced therapists, those that are lacking experience, lacking you know, those years of seeing patient after patient after patient, have been able to use this really simple rehab planner, this really simple step-by-step rehab planner to get really great results with the patients and athletes they're working with. And you can do exactly the same. So not only will it make you feel more confident, It'll give you the skills to be able to actually take a patient through a full rehab plan. And why wouldn't it? If you think about it, if you already know what you're going to do before you actually, you know, your patient walks in the room, it's, it's clearly, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's easy. It's, it's going to build that confidence that you've got and it's going to stop you feeling anxious and worried about what sort of patient is going to walk through your door because you already know what you're going to do before you know, your patient even walks in and it's regardless of whether you're seeing a patient with neck pain, shoulder pain, elbow pain, low back pain, ankle pain, knee pain, whatever it is, whatever injury they have, post-op, conservative management, whatever it is, whether you're working in the NHS, private practice, sport, it does not change. You can use this really simple system to use it. You know, it's really, 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 really easy, really, really simple. And when I show you this and when we sort of chat, you will understand, you know, why that is. So if this sounds like something that you would love to learn how to do it, the easiest way to do this is if you ping me a quick email to andy at newgraphphysio.com with the title rehab, I'll reply straight back to you. I'll send you a private link to book a call. We can jump, you know, jump on a quick phone call and I will walk you through step by step what this rehab planner is, what the six steps are and how you can apply these in your own day-to-day practice so this is what you know this has took me 10 plus years to figure out you know properly but i can teach you this in probably 20 minutes flat so to jump on a call to book a call just say ping me an email andy at neurophysio.com and i'll get right back to you and we will organize a time that's convenient for you and i'll talk you through the six-step rehab planner as always if you do have any questions about anything i've spoken about on this particular podcast episode then don't hesitate to get in contact use the same email address that i have just mentioned thanks for joining me on this week's new Physio podcast i hope you can join me on the next episode until then enjoy the rest of your day whatever you have planned and i'll speak to you all again very soon thanks for listening to andy barker's new grad physio podcast 
If you've enjoyed this content, you will love his website, newgradphysio.com, which is packed full of free content to help you, a new grad physio, sports therapist, or sports rehabilitator, overcome the specific challenges you face day to day in your clinical practice, working in the NHS, private practice, and sport. Here you can get links to all his other podcast episodes, read all his blogs, find out about his book and his upcoming courses and the new Grad Physio membership. You can also download Andy's latest free resource, Five Steps to Fast Track Your New Grad Physio Career. It is packed full of clinical and non-clinical advice, including the missing career skill university didn't teach you that is stopping you getting better job roles, more opportunities and better pay as a new Grad Physio. Get access to all this by visiting www.newgradphysio.com. The New Grad Physio was built to help as many new grads as possible. So if you have enjoyed the podcast, please leave a review and even better, tell someone else about it. Enjoy the rest of your day, whatever you have planned. And here's to the start of your own successful new grad journey.